Hello and welcome back. Thanks for joining us today on the Daydreamers Club. I'm your host, AJ. This week, we have the third and final installment of our three-part series on the future. In light of recent NHL, NBA, and MLB seasons wrapping up, which oddly enough are just about to start again, I thought that it'd be a great opportunity to speculate on the future of sports in today's world, where it seems almost nothing is how it used to be. In classic Daydreamers Club fashion, I hope to reminisce about the days where I grew up playing sports, as well as discuss what growing up playing sports would look like now. I decided to recruit my good friend Aiden Ellis to talk about the future of sports with us. Aiden and I grew up playing hockey on the same teams, and we've always shared a similar interest in sports. He aspires to work somewhere in the sports management field, so I thought he'd be a great guest for today's show. But enough chit-chat for me. I'll let Aiden introduce himself. Hey guys, my name is Aiden Ellis. Uh, I'm a first-year student at Mount Royal. I'm currently taking business. But uh, in the future, I hope to go into some sort of sports management, like a GM for an organization or, say, an agent for a player. Yeah, something in those lines. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Aiden, due to this time of the year for us, we're we'll going to tryout skates, practices, preseason games. Well, no, actually, it'd be regular season now. Yeah, December. Yeah. So, <clears throat> That can't happen this year for the kids who are still playing. Like we aged out at like a good time, but yeah, we we aren't missing much. But yeah, we're not missing really anything right now. But with the COVID cases rising again, <clears throat> that prohibits kids from having the same experience we did right last year. So what do you yeah. think? What do you think this time of year will look like now in terms of like you're a player? What do you think will happen from like leaving for leaving from home for the rink and then going to the rink, being there? games, everything. I feel like it just takes away from a lot of the atmosphere of like, like for hockey, for example, like you just go like hang out with everyone, like talk, like it, everyone's in good mood. Like yeah. moods might be down more. And it's just like, there's a lot of restrictions, like prohibiting like communication with your teammates and stuff. And it's just, that would kind of make it hard. And like, obviously right now the season's canceled, but like mm-hmm. that would just be hard as a player especially if it's like your last year. Yeah, exactly. Oh, if it was your last year, man, I feel bad for those guys. Yeah, it's, it sucks. Right, and then schedule too. Like I know some of our buddies play junior, junior A and junior B, and um, they're scheduled. They'd be practicing for like four or five days, and then they'll have a game on one day a week, and they only yeah. get to play the same team or something like that. Like it's very – it's not normal at all. Yeah, it just takes away from the whole experience. Like, playing the same team over and over again, that would be so annoying. You just know, like, who their best players are, what they do. Yeah. Like, yeah. just and takes away. Yeah, because it's a regular season, right? You're supposed to be playing against every team, and then it's like a playoff series right from the bat. So it's Yeah, exactly. It's really good for a new season because there's so many new players every season, right? Things yeah, like- exactly. Lineups change, you know, get some yeah. new guys. One thing that's concerning, I think, would be no hitting in the OHL. Yeah, I saw that. Like, a lot of players get drafted from the OHL. And, like, like, if you're, like, a really skilled guy, you'll look really good. But if you're, say, like, a grinder, like, a not very skilled, just use your body a lot. Like, that'll make it really hard because you can't shine. If you're an Ellis-type player, you'll succeed. But if you're an AJ-type player, you might have some – you might be finding some more time on the bench. (laughs) <laughs> not necessarily i don't know dude yeah because the big guys <clears throat> that's their role right they just go out there and they they just have they bully and they yeah. can't <laughs> you can't really get up in someone's face when you'll get a penalty just for you know being 
being more than two feet away from him or something like that. Yeah. And then Big body contact. Yeah. And that affects scouting reports too, right? Because you don't really, you can't really tell who the most well-rounded player is. You just see who's the best player when it doesn't come, when it has no contact. Yeah, exactly. It's just based solely on skill. Like yeah, and then it doesn't so, have anything else. Exactly. And then you get all these guys going to the NHL and then, well, they don't know how to play NHL hockey because, you know, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't anything. get another year to like develop like their body and stuff. You know. Yeah, exactly. And it changes the whole the way the whole game is played, right? Like the, the pace and everything. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's a lot slower game. Mm-hmm. Can't can't build momentum off of hits or anything. Yeah, you know? exactly. Things like that. It's the it's the little thing, but you pre you don't really appreciate the appreciate those things until you don't have them anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. So we both enjoy watching sports, right? But um, the way we watched it was a little bit differently this year, right? Yeah, for sure. So what do you think – what were the good and bad things that you think the the leagues did throughout the season, throughout the pandemic season? like? Uh, uh, NBA bubble? Yeah, like the NBA bubble is a pretty good example. Like I like how they brought in like fan sounds and stuff. Like it, it still took back from the environment having no fans, but like they're doing their best considering the circumstances for what they can do, you know? Like, yeah. Right, yeah, and then like, bubble too, like it's very safe. So they have to be spending probably like thousands of, if not millions of dollars on on health precautions, right? Oh yeah, like all their rooms, like for yeah. example, like the NBA bubble was in like Disney World, like they're sponsored by Disney, so they don't have to pay, but like all the players' meals, like mm-hmm. all the stuff they do in a normal day, like they have to pay for that. And it's just, especially when they aren't getting the, a lot of their money from fans as perspective. Cause exactly. like so they have a loss of revenue yeah. and they have increased spending. I mean, I'm not a business analyst, but that doesn't sound good. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Um, and then it's not sustainable either, right? Because you're constantly spending all this money, but you're not getting it back in. And I'm sure macroeconomics taught you a little bit about that. I'm not there yet. I'm in micro right now. But... Oh, micro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I, I don't know how they could have... <clears throat> it doesn't seem logical. Possible, yeah. That. Yeah, they have to find another way to make money as... Right, so then they have, they have so many new jerseys. All the city yeah. and all the stadium jerseys, those are so cool. Like the the NHL um the reverse retros. The reverse retros, yeah. And then the the city jerseys, like LA, the Lakers released theirs yesterday, look so cool. Yeah, they're like, really nice. blue and blue. Yeah. yeah. Well obviously they gotta compensate somehow because like they get a lot of money off of like jerseys and merchandise. So like they're trying to like bring some new like hip things into the mix yeah. to get like more viewership. I'd yeah, say. Market yeah. that more, which is something yeah. I think the NHL lacked a bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, not very culturally relevant as compared to NBA and MLB. Yeah. That's true. Okay. So we're not professionals or analysts on any of the topics. Right. But <clears throat> as someone who aspires to have a career in the sports industry, what do you think minor and major leagues can do to make sports more enjoyable given the circumstances we're facing today? Like, do you think mm. bubble play is, is the way to go? Or do you think that having like an alternate schedule where in the NHL they're thinking about only having Canadian teams play other Canadian teams? Do you think yeah, that's it's, it's, no play? 
it's kind of, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with the regional play. Cause like at, at a young age, it's kind of hard to have a bubble. Like mm-hmm. obviously kids still want to hang out with their friends probably more than they want to play sports. Yeah. But like it's probably a good idea. Like pairing two teams, say you play for a week and then you quarantine for a week and then play a different team, switch yeah. it up every week. But like, it's really hard to do that in the current circumstances, you know? Yeah, for sure. Especially because if you're quarantining for a week with your team, they all have families. You might as well just be in the bubble, right? Because you can't really see your families. Yeah. It's just hard to get funds, too, for a bubble yeah. for youth youth groups. Yeah. Oh, exactly. There's yeah, no funds. Yeah. You can barely get enough money for a tournament out of town. Yeah. Let no, alone an in-town in permanent tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that'd be so fun. That would, that would be kind of fun. Imagine a bubble for, like, midget hockey. Oh yeah, you'd be really close with your teammates. It'd be it'd be pretty fun, but that would be really fun. Could get annoying if you didn't have the best group of teammates. Which is true, yeah. And all the all the all the beef that would happen after the ice. You know, you're all in the same hotel. Actually, no. Oh yeah. Really, sometimes you just see other team at the hotel, and then you're like, hey, like let's hang out. You know, hit the pool. Yeah. You guys go hit the pools. Yeah. A little hot tub session. Yeah, a little hot tub. Yeah, nothing better than like three games in a day and then you just chill out at the hot tub. Yeah. Out of town turning, best best times. Oh yeah, great times. Right. And that's like the difference between now and when we were growing up playing hockey. I don't think for the next few years that kids who are playing hockey are going to be experiencing that same thing. Yeah, exactly. Like they don't, they just don't have the opportunity to do it. And all sports, like, like we grew up going to hockey tournaments, but people grew up going to baseball tournaments, basketball tournaments, gymnastics, golf, oh, yeah. right, dance, and all those things. And they'd go out of town. You know, you, it'd be it'd be like a vacation, right? Yeah, they make and a little. And now, yeah. like, people people are discouraged from doing that, and it's not even like it's hard to afford that nowadays because everything's going up in price and. So many people are losing their jobs, right? And so yeah. sports are kind of a, a leisure recreational activity. And imagine being a novice now, right? Going uh, going to an out-of-town tournament. If we yeah. happen, if it were to happen, let's say fast forward a year where you'll have to you're allowed to play hockey, you'll have to play your sports and go out of town tournament, it'd be so different. Yeah, it it would be very different. Seeing a bunch of strangers, you don't know who has what, right? And back then, like when we were growing up, not a big deal really. But now, yeah, anyone could be sick with this virus. So, yeah, it's just a big risk. Like a lot of people have the fear in God in them because of this whole COVID thing, which is honestly understandable. But it just sucks. Sucks for younger kids. Yeah, exactly. Well, Aiden, I think that's all the time we have for today. But I want to thank you for joining us, too. I really appreciate it. Uh, before no we wrap up, is there anything you want to tell the people? Uh, just enjoy the moments that you can make now. Although we may be in this pandemic, like things are going to get better eventually. Don't don't get too down. Don't get too up. Just enjoy life how it should be. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think it's important uh, for us to realize that although we're in some unfortunate circumstances, that you know, we can always make the most of it and it could be worse 100%, which is, you know, the unfortunate truth, but it definitely, it definitely could be worse. Um, the whole idea of the Daydreamers Club was to establish uh, a sense of optimism and hope 
that dreams do come true, right? And we're all in lockdown and in quarantine and we're not, we're not getting to live, live life as we used to. And so I'm, I'm pretty sure right now we're all dreaming about the same thing, right? Which is, um, which was the inspiration of the name for the podcast. And I think it's cool to see how, how we're all in this collective daydream about things going back to normal and, and also the, the, the reminiscing of, you know, the past and the good stories that we had when life was normal. And, um, I wanted to capture that because memories and, and future memories are, are a really big part of what motivates us as people. And I think to have to go through everyday life without having that, that sense of motivation where, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm going to grind this work and then I'll get to see my friends or I'll go get to see my, 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 my grandparents, my family. It, that, that same motivation isn't really there anymore. And so I think we're all kind of longing for that, for that feeling. All right. I mean, I don't want to say longing. That's why, that's why I prefer to say daydreaming. Nevertheless, um, thank you to everyone who tuned in. I really do appreciate it. And I do hope you'll consider tuning into the next episode as well. However, for now, hasta la vista. And of course, keep dreaming.